this is your one and only host Grecia, and I wanted to welcome you to the Little Emerald, the Little Emerald Couch, Casarguillo's podcast. Today we obviously have our first first episode. Uh, we're basically gonna talk about what Casarguillo is. If you have no idea what you're listening to this right now, and with us we have Steven Cano. He is a community mobilization coordinator for the VAC, the Valley Apes Council. We are coworkers. So I'm gonna let Steven introduce himself. Hi, Steven. Hi, Grecia. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, I'm super excited to be here on the Little Emerald Couch um, and being the guest for the first little podcast series. So thank you so much. I'm ready to answer any kind of questions that you have for me. Perfect. Uh, so first of all, for those who, uh, obviously you don't know this, but like this is the second time we're trying to record this. Yeah. The first time didn't go so well, <laughs> but um, we'll fake it till we make it and this time it's going to come out. So to start with, uh, I wanted to start explaining why, uh, I mean, not why, but what Casarullo is. Casarullo, um, it's the valley's like the South Valley, the Rio Grande Valley, first inclusive LGBTQI plus um, drop-in center, youth drop-in center. And so that means we have like several kinds of services to help the youth, especially the LGBTQ youth here in the Valley. Uh, we can go like, right now not legal services, but at some point legal services. Uh, but right now we have virtual workshops, we have this, we have our social media where people can reach out to us and just like ask for help. Like if you think you have any, if you think you need um, a therapist or anything like that, we can definitely like put you in contact with those people, right? And so Casa Orgullo is, our little slogan is your home away from home because that's what we wanted it to be, right? We want to be this, like we want this to be your safe space, right? And so you're maybe wondering like, why Steven? Why is he like the first person to be in this pocket as well? Steven was part of like the little group that came up with Casarullo. He wrote the grant, he, uh, he was there to like bring up the ideas. So he basically is here to tell us how and why Casarullo um, is happening, right? And so I guess like we'll start off with that, Steven. So you were, the first, you were like part of the little group. Please tell us like how this came up first and then like tell us why. Um, Tell us how this like all evolved into where we're trying it to make. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess first and foremost, I mean, thank you for having me here, introducing me as well. Um, again, my name is Steven Connell. I'm the Community Mobilizations Coordinator for the Valley East Council. I, um, it's, it's funny that you say like, you know, you're, you're one of the big reasons why you made this happen. Um, because I, I just feel like, it took it took a whole team it took a collaborative effort from the time that we were writing this into you know fr from from the conception from the idea of like what should we call our first youth drop-in center um to to now you know even having just this podcast and 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 and, and, and to where it's going to in, evolve into um 
but yeah, so Casarguyo was essentially a concept. It was it was more of in the mind of of people <clears throat> in 2019. Um, in 2019, in the month of March, um, we received a lot of calls from local teachers, counselors, even community members, parents, or friends of family um, that were asking for help in regards to LGBTQ teens. Um, it was either, we know that this teen got kicked out of home because of them you know, coming out um, we have seen that there are kids who are struggling in schools. We had counselors who were kind of, you know, they were, they were reaching, contacting us, reaching out and asking if we had any kind of information or if there was any help. And the reason being, so they were contacting, I should say, they were contacting the Valley AIDS Council. Um, and they were contacting us because upon their research, they had seen, you know, and also heard that, we were the only, if not one of the only places that handled um, and dealt with LGBTQ plus issues. Um, the Valley AIDS Council uh, is open to, to, to everyone and anyone. Um, there is you know, a, high, uh, a, a high emphasis, I guess, and, and focus within our LGBTQ plus community. Um, more so towards sexual health. Um, so it was a little, you know, it was a little difficult because because it was it wasn't something that we hadn't done or we weren't used to or we hadn't heard of, but it was a little something that was just not necessarily in our norm of okay, how do we help these teens or how do we help this child that is dealing with this kind of issue? What can we do? Um, and from you know, from from those content those calls, um, people also, you know, reaching out to us via social media, it just started the wheel, the wheel started turning. And we said, you know what, it's time. There's many different types of organizations or, you know, outlets, there's youth drop-in centers. Um, we know, like we have the Boys and Girls Club, we have um, school activities. I mean, there's so many different outlets for kids. But at the same time, there's so many outlets for kids. There's not an outlet that is specifically for LGBTQIA plus students, right? For, for LGBTQIA plus youth to just come feel at home, be themselves, not worth of what this person is saying or what's, I mean, just, just to be them. So we, you know, we, we collectively just create, got our minds and we said, okay, we are going to develop a youth drop-in center that is LGBTQ youth um, centered and focused. And it was like, awesome. Right. And then it was like, oh gosh, the name, right. Because everyone, it's like, you have to have a great name. Um, and we wanted to focus on the pride you know, the pride of being who you are, not being ashamed of who you are. And we also, you know, given with the name, we wanted to represent our community. We wanted to represent our demographic. We are along the U.S.-Mexican border. We're border region. We're so valley we, people. Valley people. We have the best Mexican food. 
or Tex-Mex food. It's it's better here than elsewhere. <laughs> even um, if LA people say otherwise. <laughs> yeah, even if you say otherwise, our food is great. Um, but we really wanted to kind of, you know, capture that also within our name, which is why you have Casa Orgullo, which translate to pride home. Um, we, and, you know, we had some people who were like, oh, no, maybe not that, but we, we felt it in our hearts. We felt it that naming it Casa Orgullo was the best option. Um, so we were like, great, like, this is amazing. This is exactly what we want, you know, like perfection. I also think that like the name works so great because the other day, Steve and I were having a conversation about how we were going to start working, right? Because me, I'm sorry, I didn't like introduce my position, but I'm the youth advocate for Casa Orgullo. I'm right now the only person that that is like in the project of Casa Orgullo, but truly the whole education department works with me on this, right? And so uh, Steve and I have a lot of meetings regarding like how we're going to navigate this. And we were talking about how um, we're gonna reach the youth and their parents, because obviously that's without their, the parents, you don't have support uh, and the, the supporting home and home is really important, right? And so we, like, I think it's really cool that you guys went with Casa Orgullo. Like it's really out there. Like, I feel like nowadays you don't think of anything of anything else more than the LGBTQ community when you hear the, the word pride, or in this case, orgullo, right? And so I think it, it was like really like, I guess like, a, like at least here in the Valley, a bold move to just call it what it really is, not to like kind of uh, call it something else and people have to do research on, is it really this? Does it really is it really an LGBTQ center? So I really like that, that it's it's really just what it is, an LGBTQ center. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 I think that's that's just like overall, right? Like what we what we wanted. We just we wanted a space where LGBTQ youth can come and feel safe and can just come and feel like like you mentioned earlier, a home away from home. Um, so we're really fortunate also that we have had, since we announced, we announced in October of 2020. Um, 2020 was a crazy year. Um, and I think it also just even brought that much more of a, a perspective of why there is there is a need for such a type of, of space. Um, for our youth. And, and, and I know we do mention, or, you know, I, I will say a lot of like LGBTQ youth, but Casa Guillo is also open to youth in general. There is a focus um, and a primary of LGBTQ youth, but at the same time, when we invest in our youth, when we invest in these young minds, these are our next leaders. These are our congressmen. These are our political figures. These are our doctors, our nurses, right? someone who may pro get provided services from Casa Orgullo could become the next president of the United States. I mean, the, the possibilities are endless, um, but it takes investing in our youth. 
And, and that is the really, that's the real big mission that Casa Orgullo has. Um, but, but yeah, since, since we announced in October of 2020, I mean, we have just had so much great support from local leaders to local community members. The virtual grand opening that we had was also really well attended. Um, just so everyone knows, um, uh, Grecia and I, <laughs> we are working on trying to get some things going for having hopefully a small, um, small yet big but intimate type of grand opening event once our uh, center is kind of just, you know, really fully developed. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean. I think it's also like uh, important to mention that even though like Steven and I say a lot of LGBTQ center, we, I think we just like shorten it to make it easier to say, but it's IA center, LGBTQIA plus center. And remember the A is there for allies. Right. Yeah. I think that's what Sue was emphasizing a lot. Like it's literally just the youth in general. You want to make allies. You want to um, you just want to educate the youth uh, as best as possible and just to give them all the quality that they can get from every service possible without any bias, bias. Yeah, bias. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll be like, I had a question and I think, um, I don't think you've answered this, but what do you think, because we've seen the model of a LGBTQ drop-in center in other cities in the country, right? They're, they're literally all over the place. But it, it's important to like mention again that Gazzarulio is the first one here in the Valley. It's, we, the Valley is pretty big and it's the first one. What do you think it was... I think it's like a, it's obviously a big deal to have it in the Valley, but what do you think it wasn't necessary to have it here? Um, so necessarily to having it here, it's a really good question. Um, I think we learned a lot about when we were getting those calls um, in, in, in 2019, um, when we were getting those calls from even parents, right? when we were getting calls from parents who were saying, my son or my daughter or you know my, my child just came out to me what do i do that's so telling um so telling in the fact that we first off the rio grande valley lacks in resources all across the board yeah um and that it doesn't discriminate yeah like it and it's just it's like ugh. You know, compared to, we'll keep it into Texas, but compared to, you know, San Antonio or Austin or Houston or Dallas, I mean, there there are these things already and they're, they're, they're booming or there's this, there's that. Um, and down here in the Valley, just because we lack so many resources, it was even more telling that this is one resource that we need. And we need it because we're not only just having school administrators, faculty and staff, friends and family of, you know, members, or we're also having family. We're having, we're having moms or dads, or we're having an actual, you know, child themselves reaching out and saying, we need this, right? How can you help us? So, so I think 
it's really important now more than ever, again, like I mentioned, in investing in our youth. And Tasorguyo is one of the perfect examples of how we here at the Valley AIDS Council are going to be investing in our youth. Because um, when you really look at it, you, you, you see, it's like, great, I'm gonna go to medical school, right? And then you don't come back to the Valley. They like, they leave. I was right? going to mention that because like, it's so, uh, so we know for everyone doesn't know, I'm pretty sure that everyone listening is from the Valley, but if you're reaching out from somewhere else, the Valley is pretty secluded in the sense that if you don't have papers to like go somewhere else, you can leave the Valley because we have a mm -hmm. barrier that literally, legally you cannot leave. Um, and so in that sense, it's pretty secluded, right? And for like the people that do have, uh, they're legally allowed to like leave here, they never usually come back. Uh, we, uh, I, I will put myself in that shoe that like once you leave, you don't want to come back just because you've seen so much, literally everything uh, of everything you've seen. And you're like, why would I go back to that when I have all this? And I think this is like a way to kind of combat that because um, not until you're 18 and leave for, leave for university is when you start learning about like, oh my God, there's so many different types of people. And I was just like secluded to this single mindset because the people that stay in the Valley normally don't have this kind of access to resources because as Steven said, we are pretty lacking in resources. We don't get a lot of support. That money's not really like coming in. <laughs> so um, um, I think it's important to, if we do have kids that have to stay here, um, they like they don't have another option or they decide to stay here because they wanna make this a better place, whatever you wanna, whatever reason you have, it's important to teach them what uh, without, again, without a bias, uh, give them all this like support that they can get from us, people that like wanna see them succeed and stuff like that. And um, I guess like that's a type of breaking, breaking a barrier, breaking a, that barrier of like, uh, from the kids that leave and learn all these things in their late teens or early 20s and and like really start the base of things like literally start because Castro Guya like focuses on ages 13 to 17 so so like really like starting at the bottom there so that they can have a strong base if they decide to stay or they decide to leave and come back or just like stay away but yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like you hit it so hard on you like so hard on the nail. Like the head <laughs> on the nail. I don't even know how you say that saying. But I think it's like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's like once you leave the valley, most people just leave and they just don't leave. Right. Yeah. Um, and because we do lack in so many resources, what we're wanting to provide is it's not saying like we're providing resources for you to stay in the valley and never leave. No, but it's providing those resources so that when you do go out into that big world, and it is a big world, that they're prepared, that these kids are prepared. 
um, that they know, you know, what to 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 at least expect in the real world, right? Everyone, everyone is different. Their journeys and paths, they all cross. They're all different. So it's really just kind of like building the next generation, building this current generation that we have also with giving them those tools to succeed, to succeed in life um, and, and to, to be who they are and to be representatives of who they are, to be the best members of society that they can be within their communities, whether it's here in the Valley or if they decide to leave. But we know that via Casa Orgullo, we helped create that like, you know, modeled citizen, right? We helped create that activist. We help, we help create that person who is proud to be who they are and is not ashamed. Um, you know, you know of anything. Yeah. But yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, I feel like we. Th there's so much. There's so much to do. There's also so much to learn. Um, and Casarguil is just since since its announcement and its inception it's come with nothing but positivity and i you know i feel like that will continue and it'll just even grow it'll get bigger um and we're looking forward to to all the projects all the learning services that we can provide um can we announce projects right now are we yes. allowed to do that yeah, yeah okay totally because everyone we have things coming before like the first time i'm glad we recorded this a second time because the first Thank time you. we recorded this we didn't have the projects that we knew there was happening but we didn't know what they were and now we do they're here they're coming soon very 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 soon uh and so next week actually this will hopefully go up on saturday the 20th March 20th and so you'll have like you know the week whatever so on the week of the 20th if I'm not the 22nd yes uh the Valley Ace Valley Ace Council with Casarullo even though Casarullo is part of the Valley Ace Council we want to make like that difference because yes it's important to make that difference that this is for the youth Valley Ace Council is for everyone um but Valley Ace Council with Casarullo are joining uh, with, for a transgender, the transgender visibility week. Uh, and so we're having a lot of, uh, presentations and Gazzaruyo, it's having a panel for transgender youth, which is going to be really interesting. If you're not able to attend it, it's going to be live. it's going to be, the video is going to be on Facebook, probably on YouTube. And so we have, um, things coming in the upcoming week, right? We have a trans health, um, is it like a, I think it's just like a Zoom. It's kind of like a discussion. It's like a, yeah. a sit down with, with a Valley Aid Council provider um, and, and, you know, just really talking about trans visibility and its importance in the healthcare setting. Exactly. So yeah, we're, we're really happy. We're I mean, we're super excited for that one. Yeah, because it's like uh, I think it's like the first time we like dedicated like a whole week to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, mm -hmm, yeah. It'll it starts off on March 29th and it goes. Oh, it's the 29th. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, it's totally you know, it's okay. So it's March 29th and then it goes all the way up until April 1st. Um, so yeah, we're just we're 
you know, we're, we're really excited. We're excited to be bringing not just one thing, but multiple, you know, things virtually, of course, <laughs> um, because of COVID, but a whole week just, you know, full of, of, of good fun, good educational fun. Yes. And um, that's so that's the week of the 29th, everyone on the 22nd. I'm sorry. I'm like all mixed up. Uh, but on the week of the 22nd, uh, we are having a fundraiser with Kendra Scott here locally at the La Plaza Mall at McAllen. Yeah. Um, so pop in if you hear this. <laughs> um, the 23rd or the 24th from 11 to 7 p.m. Uh, if you buy anything from Kendra Scott, 20% of the proceeds will go to uh, making Casa Rio pretty, basically, or material, you know, not just pretty. But um, that's happening, but we're really excited about the Transgender Visibility Week. Um, the whole education department is in, in it. And so that's really exciting. That's, we're all like very, very, very happy with the results that this is gonna give. Um, and what else? What else? On uh, April. Thing, yeah, there we go. Go ahead. Go <laughs> on April 10th. Uh, we're having a caravan. Um, that's gonna be really fun. That's because of uh, National Youth HIV AIDS Awareness Day. Um, so we're having a caravan starting here. Finish at our park, picnic with your friends, information, resources, food, music, games. It's gonna be fun. Social distancing, face masks, everything, the whole shebang. And that's for Casarullo. Um, but also the whole education department is participating in it. Um, so that's going to be really fun. But that week, uh, we're also having some presentations um, that are going to go either live or video on our Facebook and YouTube. Uh, and these are, uh, um, these are like our center audience is obviously youth, but also one for parents. So be on the lookout for that. And that's in the week of the 5th, April 5th. So we have things coming really, really fast. Um, and I don't know, I think this went really fast. I don't know if I have anything else to cover. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I guess to, to, to just like really end um, today's, you know, little discussion, um, I think we just want everyone to know that we're here. We are, you know, providing services virtually. Um, Grecia is the to-go person for all things with Casa Orgullo. I'm here to assist Ms. Grecia with anything. And we really just want the, we want the community to know that to anyone who's listening right now, if you are a member of the LGBTQ community, we want you to know to reach out to us. We're here to help. We're here to provide any kind of assistance that we can. Casa Orgullo is truly your home away from home. Um, you know, I mean, there's there's not there's no other way of saying it other than Casa Orgullo truly is your home away from home. Yes, everyone, please do not hesitate to reach out. 
um, if you are an adult and using these resources um, will help anyone in your life, or if you're a teacher and you have any students or want to give it to a counselor, please do. We're here from Monday to Friday um, um, from 8 to 5. Anything other than that probably will work too, but just we're here. And um, if you have any questions, you can email Casorgullo. Our email is casorgullo at valleyaids.org. And my name is Grecia. I'm the youth advocate. If you call, I'll be the person that will literally answer the phone so you won't be talking to another person. And that direct line will be 956-507-4899. I repeat, 956-507-4899. You can also follow on our socials. Instagram is caso.orgullo. Facebook is caso.orgullo RGV. Twitter, we're not active yet, yet. But it's the account is there if you want to reach out. It's caso.orgullo RGV. Um, and just like, like a little reminder of what Casarugio is doing right now. We're doing virtual workshops. We will refer you to any kind of um, need that you have. We'll reach, we'll look that look for that and give you the reference. We do HIV uh, STI testing for anyone above the age of uh, 13. For future planning, it's also coming very, 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 very soon. We are planning and tutoring, support groups, um, vocational and educational assistance. That also comes kind of with the virtual workshops. Uh, whenever we have the space done and we're able to like actually host people in, you'll have like a little computer lab, you can hang out, you know, just do your thing here. Um, so it's going to be really fun, everyone. We're really excited. Um, we're already planning other things, I guess, for the summer. And um, it's going to be really fun. Please look out for the month of April for Casa Ruyo. It's going to be busy. It's going to be really, really busy. So it's like going to be like a little grand opening again, all over again. So, yeah, please do reach out. And I think that is it. Steven, thank you so much for being my first guest. For the second time, I guess, because it's, it's <laughs> our second time recording. <laughs> but um, thank you so much. I really wanted you to be the first guest for this. I thought it was like just the right, the right person to do it. And uh, you deliver, literally every time you deliver, you did it once again. Um, and so, yes, everyone, please look out for our second episode. Hopefully we'll be doing this monthly. And um, yeah, I think that's it. Steven? Awesome. Nope. Yeah. I mean, thank you so much for having me. Again, like Gracie and I both have said, we're here, we're able to provide all these types of services. And always remember that Casa Orgullo is your home away from home. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.